Frontline Pacific healthcare workers have been on the clock from dawn to dusk responding to the need in their communities throughout New Zealand's COVID-19 outbreaks. Now, a Pacific health leader is calling on the government to pump more funding into Pacific medical providers to help build the support they need to keep going. Lydia Lewis has the story. Pacific communities have been bearing the brunt of the latest COVID outbreak. The Fonos COVID-19 welfare manager, Eropa Kupu, says the pressure has been huge. We're working still seven days a week and our frontline is working right through from morning till evening sometimes just to ensure that we cover all the referrals we're receiving because they come right through the whole day, even evening, in regards to urgent support provided for some families. So it's quite hectic, it's crazy times, but at the same time we're quite not used to it. Throughout the outbreak, four Pacific by Pacific health providers have been there to help. In fact, they carry quite a bit of the weight in terms of the response. The Fono CEO, Tevita Funaki, says Pacific peoples are facing chronic challenges and the government needs to commit to addressing them. The key here is actually building the pipeline into Pacific to health careers. Not that the pool of Pacific staff available is limited. We've got to look at a whole development workforce strategy for Pacific, not you know, not just a band-aid solution. There is a hefty price tag, but Tevita Funaki says inequities need to be addressed imminently. In particular around the Auckland providers, we were looking at, at around total investments of just over $200 million. And this investment into core capabilities, that's including infrastructure support and also investment into the workforce. He says the Pacific healthcare workforce alone needs to be increased by half, among other urgent changes. Housing is a clear problem too, and when you have COVID, you stay home to stop the spread. A task easier for some than others. Because of the overcrowded homes, the economic well-being of Pacific around career and pathway, and then looking at the health reform to, to really focus around some of the inequities when you look at some of the chronic illnesses and the conditions in there that specific are highly represented in there. It's issues like these that push Pacifica into the vulnerable category when it comes to COVID-19. These inequities have been highlighted before, but Devita Funaki says the government simply cannot look away. At the height of the Omicron surge in Auckland, Pacifica made up 60% of hospitalisations and 50% of cases. There's no doubt in terms of the significant cases in terms of the Omicron outbreak in comparison to Delta. Even when we're looking at from last Friday, there's 70,000 infections from August last year to now. Those are significant numbers. And, and part of it is around the impact in terms of the infectious nature of Omicron. But a frontline worker in Auckland believes that number is even higher. We're probably just scraping the surface. Families that we never engage with as a provider, we're finding more coming through as new families that we haven't dealt with before. They're not able to reach out and know who they can turn to. Auckland District Health Board recorded 3,342 positive COVID cases among its Pacific population for the week ending on the 27th of March, a drop from more than 10,000 two weeks prior. The top COVID-19 modeller says it looks like the outbreak has passed through the Pacific population earlier than other groups when looking at case numbers, but Michael Plank says COVID-19 is here to stay. In the short term, you know, relatively high levels of immunity mean that, that cases are coming down. But unfortunately, that infection that you get from prior infection 
is likely to be relatively short-lived and so over time that immunity will wane. So the Pacific community and other communities in, in New Zealand will gradually become susceptible to a second wave over time. He wants all community members to keep up mask wearing in the short term and tackle long-term issues like ventilation. With COVID-19 here to stay, Tevita Funaki says investment is needed now to support Pacific peoples. There's no doubt that you know, Pacific for Pacific stuff, that our languages and cultures are actually really important and understanding the context and the complexities around our families, you know, really utilising and capitalising on the trusted relationships. They won't go to, you know, most of them wouldn't go to the system, but they'll come to us. He says there are major inequities in the system, but for Pacific, by Pacific initiatives work.